Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary, Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include 2023 economic data, my interview with Planet Homes, Chris Lewis, and Nick DeJesus on the benefits of a retail branch origination model and a day in the life of a branch manager, and what's accounting for this recent drop in mortgage rates. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Candor's patented automated underwriting decision engine, Cognitech, is a state-of-the-art, 100% machine platform that can handle infinite loan scenarios. The portability allows clients to plug in the technology wherever an underwrite happens during the loan life cycle, from point of sale to servicing. Clients can instantly scale to match loan volumes, improve quality to mitigate repurchase risk, and boost liquidity. Candor. Can do. Wet January is going well for me. Wait, did I get that wrong? <laughs> if food news is more your liking, Krispy Kreme has rolled out donuts covered in Biscoff cookies through the end of January. Those are actually some of my favorite cookies. I love flying Delta just to get those two little things, and I ask for like three packets of them. Anyways, more calories per bite, right? Anyways, layoffs aren't happening only in residential lending. The latest example being 10,000 cuts from Microsoft. It had approximately 221,000 full-time employees globally as of June 30th of last year. Yes, parts of the economy, especially high-tech, how many new phones or laptops does one need, are slowing. But in 2023, positive labor and economic data, but slowing inflation numbers, have sparked a rally in fixed income prices, including securities, backed by mortgages. And we've eased a yield curve inversion as investors become hopeful the Federal Reserve might become less aggressive in monetary tightening. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Planet Homes, Nick DeJesus, and Chris Lewis. Planet Home Lending has opened yet another branch office, this time in the Lehigh Valley area of Pennsylvania. This new branch marks the second the lender has opened recently, with three more branch openings to be announced. Nick and Chris are running the branch, and I wanted to ask them about uh, you know, what it took, and also a day in the life of a branch manager. Nick DeJesus is a lifelong resident of the Lehigh Valley area. He began his career doing business-to-business sales for one of the largest business credit reporting agencies in the world, and then decided to make a transition to the mortgage industry, starting off his lending journey at Finance of America in 2016. After experiencing year-over-year growth, His goal was to focus on helping others grow and succeed in the industry. This led him to where he is today, partnered with his former co-worker as co-branch managers at Planet Home Lending. And when I say his former co-worker and co-branch manager, I'm talking about Chris Lewis, who was also born and raised in the Lehigh Valley. A graduate of St. Joseph's University, he began his career in mortgage working as a loan officer at Finance of America in 2016, before becoming a branch manager for Planet Home Lending. The brick and mortar retail business has kind of been a staple of the mortgage industry for decades. Uh, can you explain the branch model versus other origination models and, and maybe why you think it's a, a superior way to go about business? Pretty, pretty good question. I feel like nowadays there's there's a million different um models coming to uh coming to light. And you know, each branch model is is unique, right? So uh, you know, some people do like to to run a, a PL branch. Others like to just run like a company run branch where they're just kind of getting basis points off of everything. 
Um, you know, we're not going to share much details of of how we're uh, set up because we're going to be growing extremely fast, and uh, you know, we want we don't want to share our secret sauce too much. But um, yeah, uh, you know, like a you know a wholesale model, it's kind of like a ten ninety nine you know contractor. Uh, you incur the cost of everything. Maybe your gross revenue is great, but your your net revenue may not be so great, right? Um, you know, or when you're like a broker, or you're like a single uh, channel, you're kind of on your own and you're on the hook for everything. You know, you, you you carry the liability there. You you make a mistake on a loan, you're buying that thing back. So that's a little uh, a little tricky. Um, you know that that's why me and Nick we felt like. You know, we want to set our ourselves up with a retail branch and and set ourselves up, you know, with Planet Lending. Uh, you know, we have the support, you know, of like a product development. Uh, we got state bonds over here. We have an awesome, like, amazing scenario desk. Um, you know, that we can go to with any questions, and they get back to us super fast. Uh, you know, amazing tech stack that we don't have to go out there and and look for our own technology uh which i think is is huge and and you know they have a great platform um so you know we have the ability to uh work on what we do best while planet is supporting us in those roles and we felt that was the best uh the best model uh you know as a retail branch everyone has their own opinions and pros and cons on why their structure is superior to other structures. I can only speak to the advantages of being a branch in the planet family of companies. And it's a pretty unique situation. I mean, it's actually one of the biggest reasons why we chose to join Planet Home Lending. Um, Planet's extremely well capitalized in a market where, you know, many single channel companies are looking to be acquired. And it's funny. I mean, Chris would know a ton about this, right? I mean, yeah, that, that is true. So it's it's all about the framework and Planet has a three-pronged approach, okay? We're a part of the origination channel. Um, we're retail along with correspondent and retention. So, you know, next we have a servicing channel with a $70 billion portfolio that continues to cash flow and remain successful even when times get tough, you know, for the other channels. That's extremely important. Finally, we end with the asset manager, which is Planet Management Group, responsible for a few different things. Honestly, I haven't plunged too deeply into that for the sake of transitioning and staying efficient for my clients and teams and realtors. But you know, ultimately, we'll you know I'll, I'll master the entire infrastructure with Planet. Baby steps. We just made the transition, but we're going. Um, Listen, it's a huge well-oiled machine here with the Originations channel, essentially feeding the servicing channel, then the servicing channel in return, providing opportunities for the retention and the retail channel when things get rocky. So, you know, it makes it a lot easier for us, you know, to lock in refinances or even new purchases when we have the, the you know, the, the clients with us, you know, they've been serviced with Planet Home Lending. It makes it so much easier. Um you know, to retain these clients and and keep our database. Does that make sense? It totally makes sense. Maybe I should back up a little bit and and ask for each of your backgrounds and the other channels you've worked in and, and <clears throat> how that kind of led you to say being a, a retail branch manager is is going to be the best use of my time. And uh, 
you know, bet, best serve the communities I'm, I'm lending to and, and best serve myself from a, a personal wealth perspective? Yeah. So, you know, I started off with Finance of America Mortgage. Um, you know, when I started off, it's actually a f- funny story. I had no experience in the mortgage industry. I had a buddy that was in the mortgage industry. I would go, you know, have conversations with him, stop in the office, and I would just kind of listen to the way he would talk to people, you know, the process. And it was something that I really found intriguing. You know, the fact that you can help somebody conquer one of their biggest, you know, dreams, buying a house. I said, you know what, I have to get into this. So I jumped in. I was in the the retail refinance division, did a bunch of refinances. And ultimately, I stayed in that, you know, all the way up until, you know, last month when I wanted to kind of start my own venture with Chris, um, you know, to to be a branch manager, to build something special here, to be able to help many people, not only in Pennsylvania, but across the country, you know, achieve this, you know, this dream of, of homeownership. But, you know, I've, I've been in the retail division my, my entire life. Yeah, Robbie, kind of the the same here. Um, you know, we both have come from retail from day one, uh, and and we felt the need that you know uh, with with Planet's platform, we want to stay in in uh, retail, and what Planet has to offer um, can really project our our careers. And you know, we both started out learning, you know, kind of like a in a refinance division, and uh, you know, throughout. Uh, these close to, you know, basically six years, uh, we grew our purchase uh, market or our our purchase volume uh, significantly through these six years. So, you know, that that is definitely our our bread and butter. And uh, but we do sprinkle in a few refinances when uh, when the time comes. So no, no revealing of the secret sauce here, but I, I want to give <laughs> listeners an idea of what goes into opening a branch. You mentioned a planet platform. Can you can you talk about what a platform from uh you know kind of your your mothership lender entails and then and then down to you know we have to buy office furniture, we have to go out and hire people. What what does it take to open a branch? Well, a, a lot more than we could have ever imagined, my friend. I mean don't get so, Nick started on the, uh, on the furniture, man, because we'll be <laughs> here for like an hour and a half. Yeah. No, so so think about this before diving in and you know, preparing for this new venture, creating a brand new name, brand and infrastructure. We had to be cognizant of our current transactions going on with our previous companies, you know, and still somehow communicate effectively with our realtor partners, even though we had no control over those transactions anymore. You know what I mean? So we're starting fresh. We're building a brand, you know, we're opening a new branch and we had to keep that, you know, top of mind as well. So, um, you know, there's so much that goes into it. The I huge think. thing is, uh, you know, at Planet, they have an amazing, you know, they have branch advocates and onboarding that literally uh, helped us throughout our first four weeks yeah. uh, in transitioning. Uh, even a transition team that, you know, some of our our loans that were coming in, we could transition over. They gave great service on those. Uh really helped us out, you know, the first four to six weeks when we were building everything out, uh, that we still didn't miss a beat and we could still attend to our referral partners and give them the great, uh, level of service that, that, you know, they need. 
Correct. And Robbie, you know, I, I made one other transition in the past. You know, I went from Finance of America over to Annie Mac, and the transition was not as seamless as Planet. So, you know, they did a great job with the transitioning phase with the advocates. You have to consider the licensing, what goes into that, the timing, you know, being planted in another branch. Listen, there, there's ups and downs. You know, my license is still held in New Jersey right now, and I'm a Pennsylvania guy. So when I send out realtors and clients my link, it's it's going to say the licensing is still in New Jersey. So there's so much, the, the little fine details about starting a branch, you know, is extremely important. You mentioned the location, you know, you got to find a new office. You have to negotiate on the lease. And, you know, for the most part, that's taken out of our hands, but we're still a part of it. You know, getting it furnished and outfitted, like you mentioned, you know, it takes time. You have to you know, figure out what is going to be the best for not only you, but to attract people to come in, real estate agents, your referral partners. It's a new day and age in this business, man. You want people to to feel comfortable, to come into your office, to engage, um, you know, and it was really important for us to make sure that portion, you know, getting the furniture was down packed to a T, um, you know, and, and, instead and we did a good job. Uh, Instead of fighting like a like a married couple that that's been married for you know 20, 30 years on on furniture, you know I knew I knew Nick has a better eye on uh, on furniture and uh, and and you know really uh, developing an office and and putting the furniture where needed. Where I said, hey man, I, I'm hands off. I'll close my eyes, pick out something good, and let, uh, me, let, yeah. let me take take the wheel here. Yeah, we we. Yeah complement each other very well and chris knows that i'm the decorations guy the furniture guy so you know um big 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 portion of this transition um but you know it's all working out definitely so i know that once a branch is set up you have to wear a lot of different hats and and obviously planet home has, has plans for further branch expansion but once you're up and running can you kind of take us in the the day-to-day -day life of a branch manager and those different ha hats you wear what you find yourself doing, what kind of fires you find yourselves putting out? Yeah. So I think that's where uh, me and Nick complement each other very well. We're, we're a yin and yang situation, right? So what Nick is. Oh, let me just throw this in there. Sorry, Chris, Robbie, remember we're new to this. All right. So this is our first go at it and, and we have to teamwork is critical here. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, you know, Nick, is completely different uh, than than how I look at a branch, and and I think that's why uh, we work so well together. So you know, uh, day to day life, I leave the business development up up to him. You know, Nick is that guy that can go walk out, talk to a brick wall, and uh, <laughs> get that brick wall to start or start sending business and developing that long term relationship with where. Uh, I'm more of like, uh, I take an analytical approach. I, I make sure that, you know, uh, the, the leads that we have coming in are, are tracked, are maintained. Um, you know, maybe some of our loan officers that come to us, uh, you know, they're, they're looking for a, a certain type of loan program, uh, to, uh, put this, uh, borrower in the best, uh, suited position. And, you know, uh, I, I'm probably, more well suited for for that avenue but um you know we are completely different when it comes to uh how to uh bring business in and and how to maintain business and i think that's why 
uh, me and Nick are, are a pretty good match uh, along with what, you know, Planet does have to offer uh, for our end on that thing. So. Yeah. So to piggyback off of Chris, he's he's spot on. We're yin and yang, man. So, you know, I know that the way this branch is going to be successful moving forward is to stay in my lane, let Chris do what he does. And me and Chris, it's funny. It's funny, Robbie. So we came in around the same time. Our volume and our production has literally mimicked each other throughout the years. The market got better. The rates went up. The rates went down. Me and Chris, I don't know how, but our volume has pretty much mirrored itself, you know, the entire way. I don't know how that happened, but, you know, I've watched them grow. Um, I know what he's strong with, you know, in terms of being analytical, um, you know, structuring when trainings need to be, you know what I mean? Um, when to have sales calls, when to have these pipeline meetings. He is a savant when it comes to all of that stuff and being efficient. I know one thing that I am extremely good at, and that is just building relationships, you know, scheduling the meetings, sending out templates for our loan officers on what to say on social media, how to approach a realtor, how to discuss, you know, um, you know, how to just pretty much plan to sit down, whether it's a realtor, an insurance agent, a financial advisor. I know what we have to do to bring biz, uh, to bring business in the door. And, you know, it, it kind of just, it, it's a perfect fit between both of us and how the structure of the branches are in. That's great to hear. Well, I was going to close by asking you both what you're hopeful for in the mortgage industry this year, but I, I feel like your heads are, so, you know, you got your heads down. So I want to ask, what do you, what are your hopes or expectations for uh, your branch this year? What what are you hoping for uh, in terms of volume, in terms of growth, in terms of the the relationships that you're able to foster? Nick, you wanna you wanna take that one? It's it's funny we uh we wrote down a business plan not too long ago, about uh, a couple days ago, maybe a week. And uh, I told Nick to lock himself in his office and and really decide what how he wants to see 2023 and how he wants to see our branch uh, grow. And um, I did the same thing. I locked myself in my my room for a little bit. We come out and we show each other uh, what we wrote down and we just start laughing because without discussing, we had to the T uh, where we want to see our volume for the year. Uh, it mirrored each, each other right? Uh, amount of loan officers that we're bringing on, on board. Um, and it was, we didn't discuss it too much in depth be beforehand. So we definitely have a like mind when it comes to that. Uh, you know, we'll definitely be growing our branch here and hopefully opening up a few satellite branches throughout, uh, you know, Pennsylvania, uh, and really growing planet's footprint, um, you know, on the East coast here. That's, that's, uh, without a doubt what we're going to accomplish. Um, and, and you know, 2023, you know, is we're optimistic on, on 2023, you know, we, we can talk about, uh, you know, what the rates is, are going to do, what, what inflation is doing, uh, and all that. But, uh, I think we're we're poised to have a very great year uh, here over at uh, you know Planet and uh, you know this Lehigh Valley branch for sure. Yeah, you know, and and there's a lot of volatility going on right now with everything. I mean, we're hoping for 
for some consistently down, you know, down the pipeline. Hopefully, you know, we get a little more consistent inflation, you know, goes down. We all know that, you know, high inflation, high rates. So, you know, it's, it's really, it's really educating the client, um, you know, and what, what the clients do, what the home buyers do is they tend to watch the news and what's on the news. Typically it's negative information. You know, that's, what's going to draw in the eyes and, you know, um, foreclosure rates are at their highest peak, you know, in a while when in reality you look back and they're still actually very low. So just educating our clients, making sure, you know, that they come to us, the professionals before reaching, you know, or, or just watching the news. We just want ultimately to move forward, have some consistency and, you know, get the trust from the home buyers, the clients and and close more business moving forward. Awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate you taking time from your busy day to, to speak with me and uh, I wish you the best of luck going forward. Awesome. Thanks, that, Robbie. Thanks for having us. Turning to the bond markets, rates are on the decline. We had a sharp rally yesterday on better than expected inflation data, the Bank of Japan's decision to keep policy unchanged, and a spate of weaker than expected economic data that will fuel the narrative that the Fed's most hawkish days are in the rearview mirror. The two-year U.S. Treasury yield fell to a level not seen since early October, while yields on three-year, five-year, seven-year, and 10-year U.S. Treasury notes reached the lowest level since September. In addition to the December PPI falling 0.5% month-over-month, driven primarily by a decrease in energy prices, December retail sales posted a larger-than-expected decrease, though this doesn't bode well for Q4 GDP, and industrial production recorded a larger-than-expected decrease in December due to weakening manufacturing activity. Even with the recent declines in inflation, the Fed will still want to see the labor market come more in balance. We also learned yesterday that home builder sentiment rose slightly in January after a string of declines driven by interest rates, according to the NAHB Housing Market Index. Home construction is historically one of the first sectors to recover after a recession. Quote, it appears the low point for builder sentiment in this cycle was registered in December, even as many builders continue to use a variety of incentives, including price reductions to bolster sales, said NAHB Chairman Jerry Conter. The rise in builder sentiment also means that cycle lows for permits and starts are likely near, and a rebound for home building could be underway later in 2023. End quote. Today's economic calendar is already well underway with weekly jobs claims in at 190,000 less than expected and crazy low, although I think crazy is a slur according to Gen Z. Anyways, housing starts and building permits, which were down 1.4 and 1.6% respectively. And Philadelphia Fed Manufacturing, which registered in at negative 8.9, it's an improvement from the last reading. Later this morning brings a Treasury announcement, a month-end supply consisting of two five- and seven-year notes, an auction of $17 billion of 10-year tips, Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, and remarks from three Fed speakers, Boston Fed President Collins, Fed Vice Chair Brainerd, and New York Fed President Williams. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse a few 30 seconds, and the 10-year yielding 3.5. 4.1 after closing yesterday at 3.38%. The yield on the two-year treasury, which hit 4.80 at one point, is down to 4.11. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Here's a riddle for you. What do Alexander the Great and Winnie the Pooh have in common? Same middle name. <laughs>
Thanks again to Candor. Candor's patented automated underwriting decisioning engine, Cognitech, is a state-of-the-art 100% machine platform that can handle infinite loan scenarios. Candor. Can do. Questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities? Send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.